I'm going to read a text, and then we'll uh, we'll hear the finale. <laughs> uh, obviously, the uh, I feel like I'm blocking people. If you you want to see them, not me. Obviously, the the uh, story today is about the three wise men, which we get from uh, the book of Matthew in chapter two. It says now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold. Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written in the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah... Are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and they worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. So we're going to have a quiz. How many wise men were there? Wrong. Ha <laughs> ha, that was a trick question. You think it's three, don't you? Why do people think it's three? Because there's three gifts. But it never says there, are, there were three. We don't know. In, in church tradition, some say three, some say four, some say eight, and some say twelve. So we don't know. There might have been three. There were, there were three gifts. But we really don't know. Now, also, we refer to the three kings, right? Does the passage say there were kings? No, it doesn't say that. So, we actually know very little about the wise men. We do know that they came from the east, Babylonia, Persia. Some people believe they came from, actually, Iran, of all places. <laughs> of all places, Iran. Um, and they were, they were magi, and magi back then were not really magicians. They were like, kind of like the a Babylonian version of a prophet, really. They studied the stars for signs from God. They believed in God. They were very influential in their society. They held kind of quasi-political positions, and they would advise the king on various matters, just as the Old Testament prophets did. So, um, you know, as I read Scripture, I'm always asking questions of the Bible. Why is this really in here? Now, I wasn't born with a Bible. I didn't come out of my mother's womb with a a beard and a Bible. (laughs) Matter of fact, for many years of my life, I didn't believe in any God at all. I was an agnostic slash atheist, depending on what day you talked to me. And I had a lot of objections. 
Well, one day somebody handed me a Bible and said, you should read this. Really? He said, actually, why don't you read the Gospels? I thought, well, you know, I was reading other things at the time. I, was, I had an inquiring mind, although I wouldn't say I was seeking God or, or seeking a, a uh, spiritual solution to life's questions. So I started reading the Gospels. And I was amazed at what I, by what I found in the Gospels. And I just read them, and, and I read them over and over and over and over. And I found out that my, my, the picture that I had of Jesus in my head was not the Jesus in the Bible. And so I would ask questions of the Bible. Why did Jesus say this, or why did he not say that, or why is this here, or why is this there? And, and as, I, as I was reading this passage in light of the... the Musical today, I said, why is this passage even in here? If you read all the early accounts of the birth of Jesus, the announcement to Zacharias, the announcement to Mary and all of this, you don't really need this. You could, this could not be in there, and we wouldn't lose anything. But I think there's a very important reason why it's in here. And it has to do... Hi, guys. It has to do with who the Magi were. And it's, or should I say, it's, it has to do with who they were not. And what I mean is simply this. When you read all of the accounts in the Gospels regarding the announcements of Jesus, whether it's a personal appearance of an angel to an individual whether it's a more public announcement to the shepherds, all of these various accounts. The thing that makes the Magi different is that the Magi were not Jewish. They were not Jewish. All the other accounts, Jews were addressed. And basically the message was, hey, the, the, the Savior's coming, the Messiah... And to them, there was a whole historical context to all of this. Okay? And, in fact, here in Matthew, if you go back a couple verses, um, when, when there's the announcement to Joseph and Mary, it says in, in Matthew 1, or, or, or the angel says, And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Well, in this context, his would would to them mean Jewish people. But the Magi weren't Jewish. And so what we see in this story in Matthew is an illustration of what we read in the account in Luke where when the, the, there's an announcement of the birth of Jesus, it says, I'm, gonna, I'm giving you uh, good tidings of great joy about a Savior being born. But it says that it is a message to all people. All people. Jew, Gentile. It doesn't matter. All people. Old, young. Male, female. Rich, poor. Doesn't matter what your nationality, what your class, what your economic status is, what your age. It is to all people. Anybody here 100 years old? I feel like it today. 90? You don't have to stand up if you're 90. You can raise your hand, though. Got a 90? 
Anybody 80 or older? Raise your hand. 95? Praise the Lord. Anybody 80 or older? I know once I get to 70, a bunch of you don't want to raise your hand. So, but you get, you, okay. All ages. Why, why do I bring up age? Because I think a lot of people kind of get set in their ways, you know. They, they, especially by the time they're seven or eight, like, eh, this is what I believe, so I'm just going to believe this. And I've always believed it, so that's why I'm going to believe it. And um, one of the great blessings of my life is that my own mother, who was not a Christian her whole life, became a Christian at 81 years old. And it was right before her very last Christmas. So whether you're 80, 90, it doesn't matter. It's never too late for you to receive the Savior. Because the message is to all people. That means it's to you and I. And, and the gospel literally means good news. It's glad tidings that, that Jesus will save us from our sins. Now, I don't need to tell you that you've sinned because you know that. Um, but what you might not know is that Jesus can remove your sin. He can remove the guilt. He can remove the shame. And whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years old, you can be born anew. Have a completely clean slate. And you, your whole life literally starts over, no matter how old you are. You're born anew, like a newborn babe, in your heart. And God gives you a new and a clean heart. So... Um, what we're celebrating today at Christmas is the birth of a Savior who gives us new life, who gives us forgiveness, who removes our sins and all the, the pain that goes with those sins. But we have to believe in him. Right, kids? Yes. Right? How many of you believe in Jesus? Raise your hand. Got, even the little kids can understand it. Right? Even little kids. Jesus said, you must become like a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. You have to humble yourself and accept the message, simple faith. But I can assure you that when you do, you will be transformed. You will receive new life. Let's pray real quick before the finale. Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for the kids. We thank you for the directors. We thank you for all the, all the hard work that they put into this program today. I ask that they'd be uh, encouraged and they would know how much we appreciate them and value their hard labor. We ask most of all, Lord, that you, you were honored today and pleased. We pray these things in your name. Amen.